Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. What is up? How are you, sir? What's today, Wednesday? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wednesday. Quite the multitasker there. Man, I'm all over the place today. All over the place. What's up, fellas? Nate, how you doing? I'm doing all right. <laughs> Nate is obsessed. How y'all doing? Nate is obsessed. What's up? With this, this is not Nate. With this Zeke bobblehead. This is Zeke. I, I, liked your, I, I liked your impression, Zeke impression yesterday. You were doing a little. What'd I do? A little. Zeke bobblehead. The oh, the, yeah. The little arm. Because, you know, they kind of got the same haircut, the same big block heads. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Hello. How did you, you know that? Did you know, did either one of you know that in the Indian culture that they shake their heads like this, like when they agree with you? Oh, okay. They, they go side to side. Did not uh, know Talking that. about not, Native Americans or India? India, the country. Interesting. Yeah. Really? Yes. I didn't know that until we, when we, uh, we redid our website when I was on the e-com side of the Cowboys business and, uh, like the first month or two, like we would be in a meeting and we'd like, we'd talk about something and then the guy would do this and we were like, what the hell is going on? And it took us like three months when we, he was on site with us. So after about three months, we got to know him and, and I was just like, What's up with this? And he's like, oh, in the Indian culture, that's like that's like our way of nodding and going, okay, I hear you. Yeah. So a lot of just, people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, that. brother. Because <laughs> I thought something was wrong with my man the beard. So when you shook Zeke like that, I was like, oh, okay. He agreeing with that. you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, guys? I'm just I'm just excited, man, and and like like we, we was talking before we came on air. I talked to Douglas. I talked to Broadus. And Broadus brought this to my attention. He said, man, I'm 20 deep into the draft, Mm. 20 players. I'm like, why? He just, you know, and all during the game, he just kept repeating, man, God, we're not as good as we should be. We're not as good as we should be. And it made me think about the injuries we've had, the suspensions. Uh, We haven't been able to absorb them, man. You know, we, we, we lose a player. You know, it's like, wow, we, we, we take, it's like, we, Go through a lot of changes for one, maybe two guys. Where and we talk about trying to be an elite team, trying to build depth, trying to have better players. So, you know, and I know we talk about our offense today versus their defense, and we can do it however you want, Shannon. But you know, what's your concerns? I mean, are, are you just good that Zeke is back and everything is going? Hell be no, I ain't good. <laughs> no? Wow. No. <laughs> You know, because a lot of people think, okay, Zeke's back. Give him the ball 85 times and nobody else have to play. <laughs> right. And, and, and it bothered me. It really bothered me that our wide receivers didn't take off. When Zeke, when Zeke wasn't here, I just thought we was going to flourish. I, you know, and maybe that's because I had a big opinion of Dak, and I got a big opinion of Dez, and, I, and, I, and you know, especially Cole. I'm like, okay, this is cold time to shine. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially getting that ball out quick. And and then uh, it was brought to my attention, you know, we do the show, me, Moose, Rick, and uh, Bill Jones, and said, you know, well, first it brought my attention by 
broadest when he said, man, we got five wide receivers, only seven passes completed to four or five guys at wide receiver. Mm. And then you you look at, okay, they, they doubled Dez, they, and in certain situations they doubled Cole Beasley. That T. New, T. Williams should have had a great, great day. Yeah. And so. Is he not getting open? Is Dak just missing him? Not and, seeing well, him? Well, talking to Broaddus, uh over half the time they're not getting open. They're not open. And he and he's and by our guy being the type of guy that he, he's learned to throw in the tight windows over the last six weeks. But he's not trusting that. Every, even even with Crabtree, they threw at him 15 times, 17 times. He only caught seven. At the beginning of the year, we was throwing a lot of targets at Dez. Now we don't even throw at Dez. Mm-hmm. We, we throwing five or six balls. And this has been almost – just repeatedly, every, almost every game, six, seven, eight. Is it a trust, lack of trust? Or is he cannot get open at all? Or – and so that that made me believe. I was like, "Wow, man!" And this game was like I said, this game, this past game had me so muddled. I'm glad we're moving on. Do you think that this defense of the Seahawks is that far devastated with all of the injuries? Because the Rams took advantage of their right. special teams and their defense. I mean, took advantage of them. Mm-hmm. Now, and and that's not even the seven sacks that the Seahawks offensive line gave up. They normally give up four or five sacks. So that that didn't bother me. Wilson is 90% of their offense, touchdowns and everything. Yeah. But back on the defense, they are so devastated. Cam Chancellor out. Uh let me look at let me uh what what German Bobby Wagner playing with a with a hammy. Yeah. A- April out. Uh Sherman's out. Michael Bennett is uh into so many things off the field, so he can't. He's not the same guy on the field. Mm-hmm. Sherman's out, like you said. Uh, KJ Wright. KJ Wright is out, right? He was out last week. With a, he's still in concussion. Yeah, concussion. Sooner or later, it catches up with you. Yeah. Like the great Joe Avanzano, you say our special team coach. It catches up with you when it catches up with you, and when it do, it's old boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, now. You look at this team, how it was built, how the Seahawks was built. And I know I'm all over the place, you know, but stay with me. You look at how this team was bet, was built their first four years. Run first, mm-hmm. run second, defense third, defense fourth, and everything else fell into place. Mm-hmm. You just jumped on that, on those two things, and you had fun. You had the beast mode, just ripping things up, making great runs. I remember one run he had, and this is the first year they, they had a bad know. they had a bad record, but they still got in the playoffs. And the beast mode had all these great this great run, man, where he just ran through eight hundred folks, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they, and it just started. And then they, they, you know, uh, Wilson, Wilson, you know, he got his job, believe it or not, because in the fourth game of a preseason, where the coach say. If this kid come out and just throw halfway decent like we think he can, the job is his. Remember Flynn? Flynn, they gave $10 million. Mm-hmm. Yep. All of a sudden, by Flynn, you can go back to Green Bay. <laughs> we got our guy. And they guy got a chance to be groomed, which is Wilson, because they had such a great defense and such a great run game. 
and their special teams with Golden Tate was outstanding, coverage-wise. And, and But now you look at this same team. Jacksonville gutted them for 100. You, didn't, you don't run on they, – they say, oh, that won't happen next week. Gurley got them for over 140. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So – and their special teams has just fell off a cliff. Here's Get, one uh, Rams player was quoted as saying – I was stunned at how easy it was to push them around. It was like playing the Browns. Wow. Players, that's one thing about social media. The players, they say what they want to say, don't they? Right. (laughs) Boy, a couple of years when I played, boy, you'd have been scared to say something ignorant like that because we couldn't expel a a division game. Oh, yeah, we was going to make sure if nobody, everybody else may push us around, but that one guy wasn't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Nobody worries about giving the Browns bulletin board material. Nah, man, ain't that something, man? I don't, Rodney Harrison on us. Uh, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Elliot, <laughs> oh, man. What do you think about what? We, we, they're going to stack the line for me. They're going to be nine guys up there. <laughs> they're going to try to stop me. <laughs> wow, not only did his abs abs change, his voice change, his, his, his whole demeanor change. You remember yeah. Little Penny? Little Penny Hardaway? Yeah. His commercials? Yeah, Nate's got his little penny now. Man, I tell you what, man, this this is mine. If 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 I come in here and this is not in place every day into this show over with, now you can give it to whoever you want. But for for this, the rest of our shows, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke's gonna be saying, "That's what she said." <laughs> What'd you say, Kurt? What were you saying? Oh, uh, Rodney Harrison on Sunday Night Football. He said that that Seattle could not physically compete with either Jacksonville or the Rams. So he, a lot of people are thinking they're they're beat up one, they're mm-hmm. getting old two. Yes, sir. They're just not the legion of boom they used to be and and, and everybody you know and everybody in this league and see you thought everybody hated the Patriots. But secretly everybody was hating the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Because one of the more arrogant outspoken team that's where the Patriots Patriots ain't finna get into no words of war with you. Right. But the, but 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 this team will. Mm-hmm. But now all the fighting they was doing at the end of the game. That I'm like, wow, Pete Carroll, don't go out with some grace, man. Yeah. You know, guys, you know, uh, well, emotions are running high. Running high. Okay, well, put all these emotions in it. It's third and 20, and Gurley break off a 57-yarder. Put some emotions into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you got – now you got Wagner and Earl Thomas sniping at each other. Oh, right? man, so that's, yeah. That wow. team, I don't – hopefully they're on the verge of just imploding. And yeah. The Cowboys because, are catching them at a good time. I don't know. You know, you, you can't – they had to bring back Byron Maxwell. They hurting, brother. <laughs> They hurt. I'm, I'm serious. You and Byron was with the Eagles and got exposed for the, you know, who he was a product of the defense. Now he is part of the defense yeah. again. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not saying that they cannot because Bobby Wagner is still one of the better linebackers in in this league. Yeah. Same sure. James, Pro same KJ Wright. When Michael Bennett is on football, he's one of the best. You know, Tom uh, Tom is still a young guy. I don't know what's going to happen with Cam Chancellor because he, you know, a He's, neck. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he may not neck. be back ever. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> you got Earl Thomas. He's still a young, hardcore. They still got good guys, but those dominant 
takeover guys, they're not playing like that anymore. Yeah. You know, where they can take over a game. What worries you, Kurt? Nate had a good question. What worries me? About the Cowboys, whether it's now or what you see in the near future. You know, I know, well, you know. You're talking about with the return of Zeke? Yeah. That what we're getting? For? Return of Zeke. You know, do you think everything is as hunky-dory that it's just that easy? Well, I guess my immediate for the here and now concern would be how does he flow back into the offense? And, I, I mean, it, are we, does he just pick up right where he left off? He may be that kind of game-changing guy. You just give him the ball and go. But what happens to Rod Smith? Does Alpha Morris get nothing? I mean, does that, that change how Dak plays? They've learned to win without him. Is that going to change anything now that they have him? Back. And does it take a game or two, which you don't have, you don't have that to get him back into the rhythm of, you know, because it took him the beginning of the year, took him two or three games to get into a rhythm before he was back to being Zeke. Yeah, he had but, a but good that rhythm, open that rhythm because he wasn't in as good a shape as he's supposed to be in now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you the quickest way to get him back in rhythm for the offensive line to be clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. And that's a whole other yeah. problem. Yeah. And then so. you got Lyle and Tyron that are limping around the building that, you know. That's why, that's, and see, it's bad. At, the question <laughs> I should be asking is, the mystery game that we won, was it as bad as the, the beating that the Rams put on the Seahawks? Yeah. You know what, you know what, worry, this, let's just talk about this game that worries me. I know we're going to talk about the Seahawks offense tomorrow, but the one thing that worries me about the Seahawks team, there's – Anything can happen on any Sunday. Right. The way that they used to win with defense is not the way that they're winning this year the games are winning. They're winning solely on the back of Russell Wilson. Yes. He has the ability to extend plays, and what worries me about that is if you give him five, six, seven seconds to scramble, I worry about these young guys being able to attach themselves to a receiver and cover them that long on busted plays or Russell Wilson extending the play with his legs and those guys running around in the secondary with these young guys missing an assignment once a play gets extended. The the other thing with Zeke coming back, say they do put, you know, eight guys, nine guys in the box. The one thing we haven't done really good this year with and without Zeke is extend the field, go vertical mm. with the ball. We haven't right. thrown the ball downfield. So even if you put with eight success, or nine that's right, right. Even if you put eight or nine guys in the box that's just that much more traffic in those under those under routes and those medium routes yeah. that that you that's really all you've been able to throw all year. You haven't had the big play down the field. So yeah. those are the two things that really bother me about this game. The key to what you're saying in the Rams, and they mentioned it during the Rams game, and we talked about it even this morning, is the fact that you got you got to be 10, 14, 20 points in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. You can't be 14 or maybe 10 points uh, or less with a lead. You got – because that takes away the Russell Wilson factor. Mm-hmm. If, if the game is definitely within seven, going down the stretch with five minutes left, that's when he can work his magic because now he, you are striking distance. But that what this team did to him last week, the Rams – now all they did is just load it up yeah. and brought the heat. And see, you know our defense is on out of the last five games, only one game we've had a 
sex. So I'm waiting on my man, D-Law, Pro Bowler. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, congratulations, D-Law. Yeah. Uh, Travis Frederick. <laughs> Who else got in there? Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Zach and Tyron. Yep. Yeah. Named to the Pro Bowl last night. Congratulations to those guys. Starters, too. All of them. Yep, all four. I'm sure there'll be some, maybe some other guys that get named later once people's Hopefully start, Chris Jones. Start. Yeah, that surprised me. <laughs> that was a big one. I thought for sure he was going to get in. No, because they want the guy with all the big net yards and all that, but they, they don't want – if you go guys who kicked it inside the 10 and inside the 20, he the best in the league. We we okay. That's why they gave him that extension on that contract. We Don't worry about the Pro Bowl. We'll pay you through that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, Nate, what, what – Worries you about this this game or long term, and I guess long term would be two games. But. Y'all, you'll hear me say it until it's fixed. I I want longevity. You know, you know. People say well, over Super Bowls. Super Bowls come with ten win longevity. The teams that win ten wins more than anybody else have seen. I had a shot at more Super Bowls than anybody else. That's New England Patriots. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Yep. They every year they find a way to get ten wins. Every year they got a shot at the, at the at the respective. No LC. matter who's hurt, who's thank, suspended, what's going you. on <laughs> off the field, what's going on in the locker. Who's room? been suspended more than Levin Young Bell? That's a great point. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, it, think about it now. Who's been hurt and missed two games every year more than been Big Ben? Somehow, somewhere, he going to leave a game for a half. <laughs> yeah. Who? More than Big Ben. And then on the other side. And then three years ago, they didn't have an offensive line. And they still made the, the playoffs. And on the other side of that, the Patriots, year to year, you can't name one starting running back, and they seem to do it with three nobodies every year that they just rotate out. Maybe they and have, one of them wind up getting 1,000 yards every year. Maybe they have those two teams have good coaches. Something. And good quarterback. So what you're saying, we don't have a good coach? No, I'm just I mean, saying. No. Yeah, what you're I trying mean, to say, Kurt? <laughs> you speak with – No, actually, I do think we have a I bet you coach. Won't, I bet you won't say that on Friday when Coach Garrett's walking into the no, office. No, I'm guys? on the Garrett train. I, I think he's a good coach. Well, the thing is, they have a culture and a system. Yeah. That they know when they go out and get an outside linebacker, and I'm talking about Pittsburgh, they know what they're looking for. Same with Coach – with the Patriots. I remember one time Coach Belichick wouldn't even draft rookie linebackers because he always wanted his linebacker season. So for a lot of years, like the junior Sayers and a few other guys, he would go and get them off other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you try to throw them away, he'd be like, hey, come on over here. I know you can play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, Let me ask you this. You brought up, a, you know, outside of Pittsburgh, outside of, you know, New England, it's a, it's, it's, it's a big deal to win – 10 games consistently, right? Right. If you win if you win out here, you know, it and you don't make the playoffs, of course you're going to be disappointed and you're going to look back and go, "Ah, if we just had the Rams game back or if we just had this, if Zeke was there." If they win 10 games, they take care of business knowing their backs were against the wall these last 3 weeks and they win 5 in a row to get through the end of the season, they miss the playoffs. Do you think with everything that's happened this year, do you think that's success for this team? To me, it is. Yeah? To, yeah. To me, so. you know, what you gave up to gain is tremendous. Talking about getting the young guys in yeah, there what, and knowing what you yeah. have. Yeah. Now, 
if these guys would still be injured, uh, you know, like, yeah, they getting beat. You know, oh, yeah, they got beaten. Oh, nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I've seen the best get beat. But when you have your team at full strength and talking about mentally, I ain't talking about physical. We know you're physical. We know you can play. When you get mentally at full strength, just think, if these guys can take what they've learned this year, you know, and somebody and one of those guys figure out who's going to be the safety, because I don't like the switching in and out of safeties, you know. Figure out who's going to be your safety. And now your corner's in place and your slot corner's in place. Now, they they doing this without Scandrick. They've been playing without Scandrick. Yeah. So now you got young guys, you bring back Scan, and he ha- and, and, and now – he ain't secure either. Ever say, do you bring back yeah. Andrew? Yeah, you do now because he's not secure. You know, you're like, all right, <laughs> you got to ball out because this good dude, he's going to ball out. So, you know, so whereas before you had to be careful, try to keep that veteran presence. Uh, D-line, if we can get back uh, Irving, and let's say nobody gets suspended. We, we, we got the front four. All we got to do is get one or two more guys. Who's to say that uh, number 66, what is his name, Neil? Lewis Neil. Let's say uh, 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 Price or whatever his name. Ash. Ash. These guys, they're going to grow a year. So you got to give a a guy a chance to grow up. Malik Collins, can he fit into that, to plan the nose and start uh, excelling at that? You know, and you get Tapper back. Yeah, you get. Yeah, oh, I forgot about. Get about him. <laughs> and uh, so now, can we get Tapper back? Can we get a few other guys back? Now you pushing Tyrone Crawford. So now you got a competitive thing going there. Now you don't have to draft so high. Let's say, let's say a light come on in Charlton's head. You know, and he a much better player than he was this year. Yeah, short so, flashes. Yeah, so I, what you gave up, yes, it was ugly. Yeah, it wasn't nice. But next year, you should see these guys accelerate because now they know how to get in shape for an NFL year. They know how to work their bodies to get in shape for an NFL season. And you're talking about something to be excited for. If you If you go into next year and you've got – all these young guys in the secondary. You know, Sean Lee, he's getting older. You got Jalen that's showing a lot of promise that's made strides throughout the year. You got, you know, if you can hang on to Hitchens, he's still young. Yeah. You got a fairly young offense, defensive line. If you can, you know, you talk about Malik and Tapper with the exception of, you know, Tyrone's getting kind of up there in age. If you can hang on to Tank, he's still relatively young. You're talking about being excited for a defense if they did what they did, what they started doing these last few games, yes. keep that going through the end of the season, you have a really young defense that has the potential to be one of the best in the yeah, league. Be and nice, man. Shannon might not buy tickets to Mexico if that's the oh, case. Oh, I'm buying tickets. <laughs> I do, going just, no matter what. I'll take the chance of losing <laughs> that money. But you're talking about being excited for a defense that has a chance to stay – together as a unit for a long time yeah with these with these young guys man that's that's super exciting what do you think Kurt do you think it's success if they went out and yes and don't make sure. the playoffs yeah now would you have said that coming into the season no at the beginning of the year it was conference championship or bust mm-hmm. to, to me but given what they've had to go through with 
especially Zeke, but some of the other things. Yeah, I, th I think to get to 10 wins would be – and win your last five, I mean, that's that's tough to do in this league. I don't care who you are. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely call it a success. In, in a football season, it's when you think of it in the grand scheme of things, it's only 17 weeks, which you look at that and you lay it out as far as like a year or several years, that's, that's a small amount of time. Yeah. But just in that small amount of time – how your expectations can change three or four times <laughs> over yeah, that 17 yeah. weeks. Because you come into this season, you're like, championship game or bust after last year. Everything's coming back intact except you're missing a couple of guys on defense, your offense, and then Zeke gets suspended. And it's like, well – and then all of a sudden they start winning without Zeke, and you're like, okay, our expectations go back up. And then you lose, what, three or, three or four in a row. And then yeah. you're like, ah, this team's garbage. And then the young <laughs> guys get in there and they Man. start playing good. And it, now it's like, hey, if they can win out and this secondary is playing good with these young guys, then 10 wins is a success. Yeah, and I, Nate said, had talked about building on 10-win seasons. If they get to 10 wins in, this year, that's three of the last four years they've had 10 wins. And the one year they didn't was when Romo got hurt and they had to we had to live through Brandon Whedon and Matt Castle and all that. Who? So, yeah. so you're talking about they are building yes. something. And, and see – my expectations are right where they're at. It's right on target. Let me ask you this: What was your What was your first year with the Cowboys? Uh, Eighty six. Eighty six. When you guys what won one game with Jimmy? That was with Jimmy. Yeah. Did y'all know that you were going to be that good starting from that point? Did could you mm -hmm. tell, or did it just kind of happen? Mm -hmm. Nah, but the way we worked, the way Jimmy believed that, the way you worked. The speed of your practices, the hardness of your practices, you know, uh, getting the right guys in. You know, he he went he went. You know, he had Troy when he came. Find, got my had Mike when he came. We got Emmett. We got Eric William. We got uh, uh, John Gizek. Just he started accumulating guys. And what was so unique about Jimmy is Jimmy challenged each guy to be the best he could be. It wasn't about how good me comparing myself to Kurt. It's like what, you know, you do what we ask you to do. We know what you can do, and we've seen you do it, and I do it. And if you don't do it, we're going to find somebody else that will do it. Mm -hmm. So he knew when to clap. He knew when to back up. He knew when to get out of the way. He knew when to put his foot on your neck. You know, he, 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 was, he was good at that. Uh, his and his coaches, man. His coaches were, were Tony Wise was my offensive line coach at first, and became Hudson Hawk. Uh, 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 North Turner. I mean, just guys that were excellent at what they did. They they you was gonna work. You you as offensive line man, we hated we hated when when we would have a team. You know the the defensive team, and you want a, you you know you was a starter. You was fortunate enough you had a guy at your position behind you. Oh man, you be over there. You know, oh, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and mess with uh, Michael Irvin. I'm gonna cut up and you know crack jokes. Tony Wise, come on over here. We got something you need to work on. Hudson Hall, come on over here. You got something you need to work on. Tell me this. Leave me alone, man. I want to go over here and joke with the fellas. Hey, so what? I've always wondered this because techniques technique right mm -hmm. you go from one team to the other good technique is the same this is what you do with your hands this is how you set this mm -hmm. is how but it's a little slight difference in everybody's technique yes sir but for the most part it's kind of yeah it's the same yeah. what makes a coach a good coach 
Because if you're teaching kind of the same thing up here, like it, it should be, okay, this is kind of the same thing. What what makes somebody a good coach? Is it their demeanor? Is it how they, they work with It's them? how they connect to people. So it's a people yeah, skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how you connect to people. And it, and it starts with your head coach and how much that position coach going to bring down from the head coach that fits into his personality that can get you going. Most successful coaches, whether they're hard, ah, you sound like you mock, uh, whether they're, hey, man, we need you to c- come on. Now. Regardless, they can connect, and, 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 and they can show you ways to succeed. Now it comes down to do you, how, what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can't get nobody to play harder than the Cincinnati Bengals when things are going their way. You can't get nobody to play more stupid than the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> things ain't going their way. Well, when things ain't going their way, you need you need you need Jason Garrett because who's more consistent and in, in living play by play than Jason Garrett? When things going their way and you winning and things going good, who's better than Jeff Fisher? Because that's the type of guy he is. You know, things going our way. Uh, Pete Carroll, things going our way. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he's the best guy in the world. <laughs> but who's the guy that can build a team? Parcells, Jimmy Johnson. Belichick. Jason Garrett showed a little bit of that. Belichick, definitely. People say, well, they all had quarterbacks. But you know what? I'm going to put Pete Carroll in that with his GM. Before they had, you know, before Russell Wilson came along, he was building a squad. What what coaches what who did you jive with better the hardcore hard nosed coach like Just straight Jim? up coaches I, I I hate them I hate liars mm-hmm. when when it comes to my job now you can lie to me about a whole lot of things but when it comes to my job and me trying to be the, you know trying to bring get that check every Tuesday I don't you know, if I ain't your man let me know so that way we don't have to play no games mm-hmm. you know Jimmy was straight up and, and Coach Wise. Hudson Hawk, these guys were straight up. I, don't 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 come waving your dress at me. That don't that don't excite me. I need my money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of money, let's pay a couple of bills, take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about more stuff on hanging with the boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue. 
shotgun formations, and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Yeah. Back, hanging with the boys. I think we have, we should have a an off air show. I think we have more interesting conversations when we're on break than we do when we're actually on on the air. That's true. Yeah, man, you ain't losing your voice over there. Are I was you gonna say you going no, through sorry. puberty. No, I, <laughs> oh, I don't do that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do you need me to do the, the read? What you uh, think, Zeke? You, you think he's losing to Zeke? Uh, Which head shake are you giving me? <laughs> Wait, hang on. I want to hear Zeke's response. What, what head shake are you giving me? Oh, yeah, he's losing it. Okay. Throw a fist pump at him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nestle the boys and Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed and feel amazing. And if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear. Or they're free, guaranteed. Plus, shop Cowboys underwear. At TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. So strong at the balls. Mm. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right, let's talk a little Cowboys offense versus. Can I can I re-enter uh, my, what I think is most worrisome this game? Yes, yeah. sir. I thought you already answered. I did. That's what I said. Can I redo it? Redo it. Sir. Good God! Don't yes. mess with it, Beard. Go ahead. Redo. Go. The more I think about it, I'm I'm a little concerned with the offensive line because uh, we know Lyle's been fine. He's been batting, battling a back injury, but what's what's going to happen now with Tyron? He's out. I think. I don't see how he's going to play. Yeah. So is that going to be? It could be interesting because we saw. Bennett's coming from that end too. Yeah. So how are we going to? I mean. Will Zeke be the difference, or will they give Bell help? I mean, they're gonna have to give him help. Yeah, this is one of the better guys he's gonna face. If Bennett Mine is on this game, it's gonna be boy. He can get off the rock too. He he can flat out get off the rock. You know, uh, wow. They think he'll use a tight end over on there, helping him they're out. They're gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Jason Garrett. I mean, Jason Witten got his hands full. You know. Uh, it just, it, it, like I say, I don't know which was worse, the game that we won here, uh, the game that we won last week, or just if you go watch the film of what the Rams did to, you would say, wow, what in the world happened to the Seahawks? But this has been an erosion over time, and it's yeah. finally come to a head, you know. But what we did is like, we played that close game against the Raiders, but you can at least say we broke it open against the Redskins. We broke it open against the right. Giants. We, we play like, like we did against the Raiders. Do we lose? Yeah. 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 
Wilson Wilson is a little bit better quarterback at this time than than the Raiders quarterback at this time because we've seen the Raiders quarterback drop back and do do a job, man. But now I don't even know where his mind is at. Or more importantly, where his receiver's mind is at. So what? Uh... What about the Cowboys' offense? I mean, they should be better with Zeke back. Are they going to? Oh, need they will be better, they, man. But going to have to be better. It, but I still say, maybe not this game. But our receivers, they got to show more, man. You know, and, and I know winning is is everything. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be elite, and I hope that's what we're trying to get to is elite. You, you, we got to have better receiver play, man. I mean, does a does a quarterback lose trust in his receivers at this yes, point? Yes, he does, man. Even like this late in the year, he's like because you want to be able, right now. You should be knowing who's who, what you can do, and what you can't do. Do you ever see that with yeah. Troy? Just all of a sudden, he's not while I was here because no. we got better and better, and we stayed at a certain level. Then all of us just got old. <laughs> Time waits for no man. Yeah. The thing about Zeke coming back is I bet it's going to mean more points on the board because that's one thing he does no matter how the defense plays. Like, the defense may allow more points, but when Zeke's in there, this offense produces more points. So I don't know whether that produces more wins than losses, but they'll be on the scoreboard. I hope you're right. I agree. Are you – on, in on this conversation, you playing around your phone. Says the guy that wow. says eight words the whole show. <laughs> I was looking some stuff up. I was going to ask y'all's opinion. Something that happened. I know we're looking forward to the Seahawks, but I forgot to bring this up. Something that happened prior to the game on Sunday. So, you know, before the teams go back in, before the game kicks off, they're out warming up and they do – they kind of run through their warm-ups. They run plays. They do special teams where uh, – the punt unit's out there, and they have a guy that drops back, and usually that guy drops back to about the 50-yard line, the 45 to 50. The other team's out there near midfield because they're running their drills back the other way. And I've never seen this happen, at least not in person, when I've been out on the field since I've been doing the social media gig. So we're out there trying to get content and everything. It's usually me, a photographer or two, and a videographer. And so they're, the Raiders are in their end zone, and they're punting out towards the 50. And they got a little return guy that's probably – he's listed at 5'8". That's what I was looking up. But he looks like he's about 5'6", because he was shorter than me. And he's about the 50, and, and Byron Bell starts hollering at him, you know, while he's back waiting for the, the punt team to – you know, they hadn't hiked the ball yet. He's, he's hollering at him, and he's probably 10 feet away, and he starts walking over towards him, and they kind of – you know, they're kind of laughing and talking real loud. I'm like, oh, they must know each other. They're like college roommates or went to college together. And he gets closer and closer. And then Byron starts yelling at him, like, you better not drop the ball. You better not drop the ball. I'm like, oh, that's funny. He's joking with him. Well, then they punt the ball. And the ball's in the air. And Byron positions himself in between the ball and the receiver. So now he's looking back towards the Cowboys. And he's in between the punter and the receiver. And he's looking down at him. He's like, you better not drop the ball. And the ball's in the air coming. And the guy's, like, trying to get into position to catch it. He catches it. And then Byron Bell starts walking back, and they're still jawing. And then the guy, like, kind of walks up to him and gets in his face. And then here comes the whole Raiders team. 
<laughs> and it almost becomes a brawl. And wow. this guy, Donald Penn, number 72, I just looked up, he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. He looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, he's... he's like six foot. He's built like a fire plug. But he looks like he should be on like – Lord of the Rings is one of the dwarven right. kings or something. He's got this crazy long hair and his face is real long. Yeah. And they all circle around and then it's like a college football game. The Raiders are jumping up and down on the logo at midfield and the Cowboys are kind of walking over and this Donald Penn walks up to Byron. He's like, don't start that. Don't start that. Do not start. And then they start getting loud and I'm just like, I'm about to get murdered. Like in between these two teams, I'm about to get caught. Right. Did you ever get involved in any pregame stuff like, you know, people nah. chirping at each other or anything? Nah, man. Uh, we used to chirp a little bit with the Eagles, but like I'm, like I'm telling guys, that, that's got to stop. That, with so many bad things swirling in the NFL, we don't need for players to turn into hooligans. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing we need is for people to turn on the TV and brawls and, and, and just crazy stuff going on within the players' ranks. Somebody need to step up in the players' ranks and say, I mean, you got the flag deal. Mm-hmm. You got the owner mad at a commissioner. You got uh, what's a catch, not a catch. We four years deep into what's a catch and not a catch. <laughs> yeah. What's a legal hit? Oh, we finna start acting like the college is not throwing – you ain't got but 53 guys. You throw out two guys on somebody's defense in the story. Mm-hmm. So, you, you you know, referees are not consistent in nothing they do. Uh, taking up – the game used to go two hours, 50 minutes, two hours, 50 minutes, to three, ten. Now game's going almost four hours because the refs supposed to have an iPad – and it takes longer with the iPad than when they used to go up under there and look at the, <laughs> up under the hood of a 57 Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, man. I mean, and, and, and we as players cannot buy into that emotional part of the game that's supposed to be played between the whistles and not after the whistle. Yeah. What do you think about that, Zeke? That sounded good. <laughs> Michael Irvin had a great story that um, playing Phoenix Cardinals in 92. So Cowboys are – you know, they're building one of the best teams ever. There's Zeke and, uh, on NFL Network. Back at it. Stay with us first. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And the Cardinals stink, you know. So, Irvin's, it's pregame warm-ups. They're Speaking out there. of stink, I'm sorry about that, what just happened. Dude. Whoa. Go ahead. Yikes. He, <laughs> Irvin's out there in warm-ups. I bet even if even if the Cardinals weren't good, he still had to play Aeneas Williams, I bet. Well, but he was out there, and he's kind of like, eh, it's the Cardinals, you know, whatever. You know, we'll play, no big deal. But he's just kind of whatever. <laughs> One of the Cardinals guys comes up to him in midfield and starts jawing. Ah, I'm, I've got you today. I, you know, you're mine, all this stuff. And Irvin said, thank you. I needed that. I needed that motivation. It's on. He, he went for 210 and three touchdowns. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I've got the camera on Nate. I don't know what something doing over there. but Street tacos. Something's had, happening here. They had street what tacos in exactly the clear. training table for lunch. Street. I'm glad he warned me. I'd rather smell myself than him. <laughs> 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 oh man but uh, but wow <laughs> but wow really <laughs> gotta save, gotta save Z. <laughs> you okay thank Mark? you guys Bye-bye. let me ask y'all this talking about zeke cowboys are without zeke they're ranked third in in, in rushing offense in the league and they're only like 60 yards behind second place and I think within 100 of of first place. Is what he brings back, is it just that 
threat that when he's on the field, he's really the only guy that can take it to the house. Take it further. A pass. Continue, run continue or, on. Go ahead on. You're on the right track. Yeah. Is Go it, further. Is that, it, will that really change opposing defenses that much, even though the game plan is probably the same from their perspective because we're built to run with or without him. But how does that going to change the way they play us with him in the game? Because my man Sir Douglas said earlier, put 14 more points on now. That, that's the difference. That, that, that's the difference. Put 14 more points on that 20 or that 18 we've been scoring, put 14 yeah. more points, and that's the difference. He's still leading the league in yards per game at 97.9 and is still tied for fifth in rushing touchdowns. That's you can do whatever you want. You know, the Giants had 32 minutes, but we won because we, we scored. Mm -hmm. You can you, you know, you can have two turnovers. We had – we still beat the Giants because we scored. You have to score. You have to score. What makes Zeke so dangerous is he allows other people to score. He going to allow Witten – famous seam route to be even more dangerous. He's going to allow Dez deep in to be even more dangerous now because they truly going to have one person on him in, in certain situations, especially if he go out into the slot, especially if, uh, if he motion across. It, it, wow, then that get to see a whole different view. Like, wow, man, who, who, it, it, was, it ain't foggy no more out here. <laughs> it's clear. There's some space. You, you, oh! It just it's just that, and, that and, and you don't want to say it's that simple, but basically is that go simple? take out if you want to see what I'm talking about, go look at this past game, uh Rams versus where Gur where Gurley was so outstanding and they special teams were so outstanding to truly all Jared Goff had to do was just I mean, they're doing jet – everything with jet sweeps, uh, reverses, uh, little five-yard outs. I mean, just just making them defend the whole field. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden he'll take it a little deep. And if he, they didn't care whether they connected or not. Did their they line just make it, them? Yeah. <laughs> it was, brother, them holes were so big. Really? And you can tell it was a hit-miss thing because one play, he'll run, Gurley will run, no game. The next play is third and 20, 57-yard touchdown. <laughs> next uh, is third and 11, 20-yard run. What do you think is going to happen with the, with the running back situation? They've been going with just two active running backs. So tell me what should happen. Well – Probably still do. need special teams from yeah. Rod Smith. I was going to say Rod Smith, he's got a chance to be active because he contributes on special teams. And then and, and, and what's Collar going to be active? The only person that went active was McFadden, and he's no longer here. Right. Mm -hmm. So all three will still be active, should be. Yeah. Plus the fullback. It'll go, Smith. it'll go back to what, the way they were doing. Maybe Zeke won't get 25 carries, but he'll get 20. And you got to remember David Irving out, so there's it's a lot of extra spots there. You know who was back? Tyron Smith out. There's a lot of extra spots there. So You know who was back today? On the field? Um, no. Who? Orlando. Oh, he was. And Bryce. Really? That's good. I was kind of wondering if – well, we'll talk defense tomorrow. I thought Orlando might be done for the year with a back injury. Yeah. 
he's out there. So That's good. Good for him. Let's take another quick break, and we'll come back for the final segment of Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. We're talking about leftover head. Oh, God. We are on these bobbleheads. <laughs> We're talking about this one bobblehead. That don't with, look like that. With Dak pointing to the sky. Yeah. It looks like they took some NBA bobblehead that they had a whole bunch left over to, and just popped them on a number four body. Because <laughs> I don't know whose head that is, but that does not look like Dak. In no way does that look like that. Like, the only thing they probably got right is the hair. Hey, turn it towards the camera. Where's the camera? This one? Uh, up in front of you. That one? No, up above you in front of you. You really... Uh... No, no, no. In front of you. There I you I did are. that, and you said no, and then I went there, and you said no. So right there? Yeah. Really, uh, that, now, this one does. This one kind of... This one looks... Got a little That does. Yeah, yeah, that one looks like... That one more looks like him. Really plugging those sails, aren't you? Yeah, man. Uh, they, they still got some available. They told me the other day, I was like, hey... We'll yeah, you need to tell table. them the, the fake Dak. They need to sell cheaper. <laughs> the fake Dak. What's the Witten look like? Eh, not terrible. Those bobbleheads talk a lot. Though. Zeke's pretty spot on, though. That that yeah. looks a lot. Although Zeke's hair is a little bit different. A little longer? It looks a little longer, a little yeah. shaggier. You know, the, there was the suspension this year, but I'm really hoping that next year they give us a, a Salvation Army kettle Zeke bobblehead where he's in the kettle. Ooh, that would be. That's I told great. Charlotte that last year. I I thought maybe it had a chance, but then he was suspended during Thanksgiving. So yeah, that's a good idea, Douglas. Every once in a while, you have a good idea. <laughs> Every once in a while. Every once in a while. You want a random yeah, Seattle defensive fact? I wish you would give us more random facts on this show. I really do. <laughs> it's like, hard to get a word in sometimes. Whatever. You got to make. You got to. You got to. 
You if you say something, out. we'll listen. Okay. Yep. Thank you. The Seahawks have given up 294 points this season. Mm-hmm. That's already more than they've given up since 2011. They used to be wow. top. They was a top five defense. That's total? Total points. Since 2011? Two, they've so, already given up more since 2011. So the previous five years, they've never total. Given, they haven't given up more than 294 or whatever. Combined or each season? Each season. Each season. Oh, okay. Each season, yeah. So they always stayed up under three hundred yeah. points. They, they, they I mean, I'm telling you, man. They, they, they. In one year, boy, they was, they was showing off, weren't you? I don't know what year it was, but they, <laughs> boy, they wasn't giving up nothing. Yeah. They, they wasn't giving. You can rush, you can rush up and all down the field all you wanted. When you got inside that twenty, it, things changed. Mm-hmm. Kick, yep. Kicking yeah. field goals. The huh? last time they've lost three games in a row, they've lost two so far. The last time they lost three in a row was also in 2011. So they've been. Last five years or whatever, they've been as good Hardcore. Man. The bullies on the block. So what we need to happen Sunday, we got to win out, right? Yes. Got to win out, and then Detroit has to lose a game. One game. Cincinnati or Green Bay. Yes, sir. Which I don't like those chances. But you know what? They are the lines. They could screw it up. (laughs) And then we need one of the NFC South guys to lose two games. That's correct. Simple as that. And we should know. Do they play each other? They do play each oh, other. Yes. I okay. think all three of them play each other at least once. When do Atlanta? Atlanta has San- the toughest road. They play both New Orleans and They're Carolina. at New Orleans this week, okay. and then they're at home versus Carolina the last week. So we'll know this week. Tampa is your wild teams. card. Yep. See, if Tampa would have beat Atlanta. Yep. Uh, if Tampa got New Orleans this week, right? Yep. I mean, not New Orleans, but – Carolina, right? Which one do they have? Do Tampa have this week? Yes, sir. I think they have Carolina. Carolina. That's that. That's that's what's got to happen. Mm-hmm. Is if Tampa would have beat the Falcons, then I, I'd have been laughing because because they're going to lose. They're going to yeah. lose one of those two yeah. last games. Yeah, they're so. at Carolina and then home against the Saints. Yep. You see but, what I'm saying? Let me ask y'all this: Why don't they? And there's probably a reason I, I just don't know about. Why don't? Why doesn't the NFL schedule? The last three games of the season every year, like the like the NFC South is this year, all division games. That's how they do it in high school. They save the division games till the end of the year. Why don't they do that in the NFL? Because it makes for some awesome football. Whatever it does, but scheduling the, in cities and yeah. what's happening. I think the last week now is all division, division games. Game. Last week is we had that two years ago. All division games like that, you know. Where we just played out. Was it last year? It was like that too a little yeah, bit. Well, it's think, been that for us. Yeah, that way for us for a long time. Because yeah. when when Jason went eight and eight three years in a row, those those final games were against our three different yeah. NFC East opponents. Yeah. It's just so much. Every one of those years. Yeah, it's just so much more. Even if you're out of it, you got the you got a chance to ruin a division opponent's season by beating them when they're the last three games. I just thought that was. You know, I hate that. What you know when you know it's hey man we got a chance to. Ruin it for the Cowboys, or we got a chance to ruin it for the Steelers. I'm like, well, why you didn't? Why you weren't thinking that way for 15 weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Last time, like, the- like you gonna get it up for every, you gonna give everything you got. For this last game, that doesn't mean nothing and, to you, right? Now, now, okay, now you, now you're gonna be three and thirteen instead of two and fourteen. <laughs> All right, I'm like, nah, I, I, I think that's why. I, I don't go along with uh, – because the very teams 
that you depending on, you let beat you. We get, we need the Rams to do this. We need we need Green Bay to do this. We hope the the, the teams that are on your level or that you could beat at a, at a certain time you didn't. You didn't now you sitting up. Hey, let's go Rams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go Green. Oh, come on, man. You had a shot at these guys. Come on. And they should know. I think all those other games are early on Sunday. So we yeah, should we yeah, should know yeah. going into the game what scenarios have played out or if you're they can't be eliminated no the mu- right. as much they as, lose, they as lose. much as I, I tell people as much I've always believed this and I continue to believe this when all of your division games and anybody that's inside the NFC beat them mm-hmm. if you lose to an AFC team by the time we get to that tiebreaker there. You don't deserve to be You're in good. the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, beat your division opponents. When it, the formula I love, win all home games. Yeah. And split on the road, and you will be okay. Yeah. You will be okay. But if you don't buy into that, win all your division games. And then the next thing you worry about is all conference within the NFC. All, all that other garbage is take care of itself. Yep. You know, but first of all, win all home games. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. Which they didn't. No. <laughs> and I guess one of the home games was what? Have not only be a – it's a conference game, and it was a home game. Mm-hmm. So you broke two of the rules already. <laughs> right. Come on, man. And you did that what? You did that – uh Third week. No. Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, think about it. Packers and the Rams. Yeah. Yep. Well, they got a chance to not do it this week. If they can handle business against Seattle, they cannot – if they beat Seattle, they're in it no matter what. Right, Kurt? They're not – they can't be – They're not eliminated. Man, it's just – it's just, man. They lose. They're definitely out. I was going to crack a joke, man, but I ain't going to crack a joke because it may bring bad luck on us. About to, about to see how Mate, if Zeke cracks it though, then that's not you cracking it, right? <laughs> no, man, no, I can't mess with Zeke. Zeke's just getting back. Oh, okay. Zeke. Well, for our sake, being selfish, I hope they win this week so we have things to talk about next week. Because just notice when Zeke went out on his six-game suspension, we stopped. Uh, what if, if, if what would it take the Cowboys to win the other team? We stopped with the uh, overs. Over, and under, yeah, I mean we, we just stopped, went. We stopped we tracking left, our preseason. We left with Zeke. We just we just quit. I gave up on the show. <laughs> I, I just quit everything. An extra da 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 of La Bamba, Mexico, whatever. We quit having players on the show. Like the whole script just went to to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, Zeke Zeke messed our. Hanging with the boys you're up to. Yeah, this is our first year, inaugural year. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, what's going on? Well, how did you, you – you came, you got high and went to cussing. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Well, I shouldn't say high. He just was something else. <laughs> yeah, I was under. Yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you. You bet. Nate, thanks for bringing it as always. Thanks for the water. Doug, you bet. Douglas, thanks for doing what you do. There Tomorrow you is Thursday. We will see the Cowboys defense versus the Seahawks offense. Which is only one person. <laughs> <laughs> and we will give our opinions on what each team needs to do to win. 
Kent, thanks for pushing all the buttons. We will be back tomorrow at the same time on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?